Okay, so um, we talked a little bit about what the Mentoring Task Force is about. Um, one of the things that um, we're hoping to spread across our network is a culture of mentoring. Um, and we will talk about specifically how to create a culture of mentoring um, in the very last session uh, before the last general session in this classroom. So, But I want you to know that the Mentoring Task Force is, is tasked with um, providing mentors for OSAM internships. Um, OSAM is the Ohio School of Ministry. It's a credentialing um, pathway uh, for o o Ohio ministers and credential holders. Um, so we come alongside the internship process with the intern and the pastor and provide support. Um, we're also involved in Southeastern Ohio's uh, University um, with the um, internship program that they're doing. So we, we serve those two areas. Uh, we also um, have a larger task of, of making sure that uh, people realize that the best way to grow is to develop um, growth-oriented relationships and um, give very simple, practical ways to do that. Um, training, there's on the online learning portal um, that's available through OMN. And if you um, don't know what that is and want information about it, um, now that you're on Facebook, you could message us there, make a comment there. We can give you more information. But there is a, a, a learning portal that Pastor Dave Pafford's created that is available to all of us. And um, there's already hundreds of courses that are loaded there. One of them is a mentoring task force um, course, the basics of mentoring. And so there are a lot of things that you can do besides just taking the mentoring task force course on that online learning portal, and the leadership task force can help you with that. By the way, one of our colleagues on the leadership task force is Tiffany, and um, Tiffany's teaching a class on small groups coming up uh, next, next no, time? No, last, the last, last one. Breakout last breakout session. So she's, she's a part of our leadership task force. So I um, wanted you to understand that that's kind of what we're about, what we're, what we're doing one of the legs of the mentoring task force is um, a supernatural mentoring. I, I felt like sometimes there's either no, um, no traffic that direction when it comes to supernatural mentoring. Um, there's pushback sometimes when it comes to supernatural mentoring. Um, there's, there's not a whole lot of models there. So we really felt like it's critical to create safe places for people to grow in the Spirit. Um, to have a conversation about prayer like we're going to today, about how do you hear from God, and what does that look like, and can you help somebody hear from God more clearly? Or, or as I've heard some people say, well, that's just something you've got to figure out with the Holy Spirit. Um, I think together we can share our experiences and work together, and um, I've learned that I grow a lot faster and save a lot of money when I find somebody smarter than me <laughs> that's willing to give me what they know for free. Um, and I can grow. Uh, it's, a, it's a lifelong time of just increasing my effectiveness for the king because that's really what it's about. I want to be as effective for Christ as possible. So I surround my pe myself with, 
with people and put myself in relationships that are growth centric and growth oriented. So uh, how many of you want to grow today? Amen. Amen. Um, as we start, I'm just wondering with your expectations of the class, is there anything you're hoping to hear or hoping to learn that it would benefit us by jotting those things down so that as we go through this hour that we have together, we don't miss those things. Any Anybody at all that you'd like to say, hey, I'm hoping I signed up for this class so that Okay, know that it's him. Anybody else? Yes. That capture what I, what you were asking? Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Anybody else? Yes, she was asking um, off of the first question, um, how do you know it's God? How can you be for sure? When people ask her that question, she was asking for specific wisdom as to how to answer that question, how to respond. Great. Anybody else? The black, okay. Okay. So, Katrina, can I get you to write over that in black? Thank you. We'll, we'll give her a good workout. Can we give her a good hand? Yeah. <laughs> Just right, right, over, right over red and green so they can see. Any, before we go on, anybody else? Any other expectations? Hopes? Okay. So this class ends at what time? 12.30. So at 12.15, Lisa, if you'll give me the high sign, we want to make sure we've got 15 minutes um, for questions, answers, comments, and um, okay? All right, so if either you have your hard copy handout or you have the electronic copy that's attached to the Synergy schedule, um, we're looking at hearing God clearly for others and yourself. Um, and part of part of the goal of this is to create a culture of supernatural discipleship. Okay, um, not only do I want you to learn something, I want you to help someone else learn something from this course today. Okay, so I want to just release over you the spirit of teacher, disciple maker, that whatever you are able to gain, find somebody that may be not where you're at in that certain level of, of, of advancement and turn around and help them. Share, share what you learn. You don't have to be an expert. You just 
sometimes you can just share what doesn't work. Because there are a lot of people that gain knowledge from what doesn't work. Then, you know, if they trust you, I won't, I won't try that. So I want to encourage you, not only receive, but as you freely receive, freely give. Good. Thank you. Um, we want to help you to hear more clearly, um, to minister to others compassionately and effectively as you hear from God. Okay, because we want to minister out of the direction of the Holy Spirit, so it always has to start with Him. I think sometimes we start with where they're at or where I think they should be instead of, Jesus, would you tell us what you would do in this situation? So hearing clearly helps me to be more compassionate and more effective in in my ministry to other people. And we know that all of this is empowered and made a whole lot easier and more effective by the gifts of the Spirit. To me, the gifts of the Spirit are are tools. They're a tool pack that you wear everywhere you go. You learn to hear from God, and then God gives you discernment, wisdom, knowledge, faith, supernatural power through healings, miracles. God gives you all those things to meet the needs of the people He's sending you to. And sometimes, quite frankly, I have been known to get a word of knowledge about myself. I've been known to put my hands, and my wife will tell you this, there's oftentimes in church, I've got my hands on my heart, and they're wondering, what are you doing? I'm praying for my heart. I'm praying for me. Oh God, fill this void. I won't do that to you, but I can do it to me. I'm asking God to bless me. And so I believe that the gifts of the Spirit are there not only to edify others, but sometimes to edify ourselves. So we want to create a a culture where we're comfortable learning. um, And I also want you to know that it's okay if you make a mistake. I'm not only over the mentoring task force and, and my boss is here, Dave Pafford. He's here. So everybody say hi, Pastor Dave. That, that, that gentleman heads up our leader, leadership development um, driver in the church, and we love him. He's a good friend of mine. He's an amazing brother. We are blessed to have Dave Pafford in Ohio. We really are. Yeah. So, um, so I said all that, build him up, because he and I will clean up the mess if you make a mistake. That's, that's why we wear um, the, the pastor pants, okay? Um, and it's okay. I want you to, I want you to know that if it's, if it needs to be corrected, I'll correct it and I'll do it gently. But it's, it's, this is a time for us to learn. So if you look at the first passage of scripture, I want to give you a little bit of truth. It's always good to start with the truth. <laughs> I, I, I love this. Jesus, Jesus is telling us, um, this, this is from his mouth, but he who enters by the door is a shepherd of the sheep. To him, the doorkeeper opens and the sheep hear his voice. Say that with me. The sheep hear his voice. And he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. And when he puts forth all his own, he goes ahead of them and the sheep follow him because they A stranger they simply will not follow, but will flee from him because they do not. 
Somebody say, praise God for that. There's some clarity here. There's an expectation that we hear Jesus' voice so clearly that we're not... we, We know His voice immediately. And if the enemy is talking, a stranger is talking, we recognize that it's the enemy's voice. That's a level of clarity that I'm hoping we'll all grow towards. How many would agree that would be a good place? That in the... The, 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 the drone of all of our busyness throughout all the things that happen, the still small voice of Jesus begins to speak and immediately you can hear it. Right? That's what we want, to grow in that, um, in that clearness. So I believe that it is God's people's birthright to be able to distinguish the voice of God and to be able to hear God clearly. Okay, so that's that's the foundation we're going to move on. We got to believe that God wants to speak to us. He's a communicator. Let me share one more thing. If you question whether God is a God of details, go to the conversation of Moses' call. So Moses goes back and forth, back and forth with questions and almost excuses. And God answers all those questions and excuses. And, and the conversation only gets tense when Moses finally says, I ain't doing this. And God says, oh, yes, you are. <laughs> okay. But I see throughout Scripture this detail of communication from heaven to his people. God's a God of communication. So I don't want us to go through our lives as believers, kind of like when you take your kids bowling and they put up the bumpers, you know, and they throw the ball down the lane and those bumpers are up and the ball's going about one-tenth of a mile an hour and it hits this bumper and hits this bumper and about ten minutes later it finally gets to the end of the lane and knocks down a few pins. Sometimes I feel like trying to follow God and when we can't hear His voice is is like bouncing off of bumpers. We'll eventually get there, but wouldn't it be easier to throw a strike? Because sometimes I don't have enough time to be going here and there. So that's that's what we're after. So part of the exercise that we're going to, to go to take you through is dependent upon the truth that's found in Romans 8.34. Who then is the one who condemns? No one. Christ Jesus, who died more than that, who was raised to life, is at the right hand of God and is also interceding for us. Okay? How many of you can picture that in your head right now? Picture that. I want want to encourage you in hearing from God that not everything is verbal, not everything is, is auditory through the sound waves affected by our ears. A, a lot of it is through our mind's eye. A lot of it's through the impressions the Holy Spirit paints in your imagination. How many of you have been saved for more than a year? Okay. Okay. If you've been saved for more than a year, I pray that, that the Lord has begun to sanctify your imagination. Okay, so so it's okay to use your holy imagination. Just like a child, when you say, "Hey, we're going to Disneyland," 
They're excited and they come and they're drawing pictures of what Mickey's going to look like and what the, you know, it's a small world's going to look like. You can tell I'm an old man if I'm going to, it's a small world, but, um, and, and they bring it and you, they show you that picture and, and they got things a little bit backwards. You know, it's not quite right. And you've been there before. You don't go, Oh, that ain't right. Let me show you. I'm going to show you what it really looks like. No, you're, you're happy you stick it on the refrigerator. You want them to dream about what it's going to be like. God wants us to dream about what heaven's like, what who He is like. It's okay not to have it all right. It's the heart behind it that says, I want to know more. And God will teach us. God will sort out those things that aren't right. So, so we want to provide an environment where you can begin to hear from God and find out, are you hearing clearly? Okay? All right, so um, the exercise I want to give you is I want you to imagine right now that, and I'm, I'm, I'm looking for somebody in the room. Is there somebody in the room that is known by at least five or ten people pretty well? See, so you look around, you've got, maybe you're from the same church or Anybody that there's a, a, a level of familiarity? If not, we might have to go with. Uh, how many of you know me? Two people. <laughs> okay, so let's do this. I know the Amen Corner knows me, so what you guys, I'm just gonna. You guys have to help. All right, so we're gonna model this. Okay, so here's what I want the Amen Corner to do, and anybody else who wants to jump in can join it. All right, so. So this is what I want to ask you to do. I want you to um, picture Jesus talking to his father about me. Okay? And if you're able to listen in, if you're able to get a bit of a, some understanding, okay? And then in just a moment, as as... God's filling you with some information. I'm going to give you an opportunity to share what you think, to share what your impressions are. Um, and we're going to model that. Let me, let me give a caveat, because usually there's some pushback here, is, is that what if they're just making it up? I'm not concerned right now if they're just making it up. I'm going back to Disney. I'm trying to get them started. I'm trying to get them unstuck. If they make it up, I'll go, that was the stupidest thing I ever heard, Lisa. Oh, what in the world was that? <laughs> but but what I found is people usually hear from God extraordinarily well, but they're asking what you're asking. How do I know for sure? Is it me or is it God? So when someone says, is this me or is this God? This is my response. Of course it's you. Does that make sense yet? Of course it's you. God's talking to you. It's you. You're part of this. He's not going to take you out of the equation. Sometimes we, we guess, I don't want this to be any part of me. No, God wants to use you. He's having a conversation with you. He's going to tell you something, and you're going to process it, and you're going to deliver it. If you take you out of that, the whole mentoring process is done. The kingdom of God's not coming to earth if I want to take myself out of the equation. So it's just that simple is that, of course it's you. Get over that. Of course it's you. What if I'm in the flesh? Well, you would be in heaven if you weren't or the bad place. Okay? 
if you're not in the flesh, you're going to be with Jesus, right? So you are in the flesh, all right, as far as a body. And, and if, you, if, if, if you've been saved for any length of time, or if you even want to be saved, the Holy Spirit wants to help you hear from Him because He says, my people hear my voice. And they know my voice. Okay? All right, so... Um, what are you guys hearing about me as you look at that picture of Jesus talking to His Father about me? Amen. So I, I want you to know as I'm listening to that, she's, she's nailing it. She's my wife, so, um, and I trust her. Um, and, she's, and she uses her prophetic gift fairly well, so it's seasoned. But I'm just telling you, even in this context of it being, that's ministering to me, God's speaking in my heart. So thank you. struggles, there will be some challenges, there will be some times where you ask, is this you God? But the fruit will be beyond anything that you can imagine. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. I'm yeah. hearing the word hunger, and I have an interesting um, visual. I'm picturing Pac-Man. The old game Pac-Man, before the days of video, was the first game. It's like it would go and it would just eat up what was before it, those little dots. So I see Pac-Man, but the word was hunger. You have a hunger. And just like Pac-Man in that video game, you just go and eat what was before him. You're hungry and you're eating all that God has given to you. And you're not eating just you know, Twinkies or Ho-Hos. You're like hungry for the word of God. You're hungry for more of him. And you're surrendering. It's like all of you, you're just eating up what he gives you. And you're just going and moving in motion and you're hungry. Good. So, so sometimes it's verbal. Sometimes it's just an image. When you're, the, the more seasoned people you're around, you're going to get that explanation. Somebody in a group might just say, I don't know, Pastor Brent. I just see Pac-Man, okay? And it may be that simple. Don't go, oh, that's stupid. Um, just like a little kid. Remember, we're kids now, okay? We're starting to starting to try to hear from the Spirit is, okay, I'm not sure what that's about, but um, but you want to encourage, you want to encourage people. David, do you have it? Yeah, so you know, I felt like, you know, I felt like, 
So in a, in a very, thank you, powerful, thank you. I, my, I'm trying to um, receive and then teach at the same time, but yeah. Um, um, in a simple, giving people simple handles on, on, on how to do that is, is easy and, and critical that they, that they can grow in that. Um, and so I, I want us, I think we've got like four rows here. Um, I, I want um, to ask if there would be one person in each of these rows going this way, okay, would, that would, would like to receive um, what others are hearing or, or sensing as they pray for you. How many of you would like to be the recipient of something? Okay, this young lady, okay. Well, let's go with you, Aquila. All right. You want you want to do that? Okay. Okay. All right. So everybody in your row, hold up your hand in your row. Okay. All right. The the person the person that's going to be prayed for, hold up your hand. Sorry, I'm giving bad instructions. Okay. So everybody, look at who's got their hand up. This this young lady up front is who. This is the young lady we're going to pray for in this row. Sorry. Okay. This is the young man we're going to pray for and give a word for in this row. Okay. I think, I think Aquila this time will switch. So she's the one we're looking for for God. And what's your name, darling? Deborah. Okay. We'll, we'll, Deborah's the, the person. So what I would like you to do, if you're comfortable with this, and are those of you that held up your hand comfortable with people coming around putting a hand on your shoulder? Is that okay? Anybody like, no, that's going to freak me out because we don't want, want anybody to, to you, you okay with that? You okay with that? Okay, everybody's okay with that? If you want to, because sometimes proximity, especially if you don't know somebody, um, sometimes you can feel and sense with discernment what, what the Holy Spirit's saying. That's why we lay hands on people. You realize that? There's a lot of ways that God tells us, but when we're praying for people, He asks us to lay hands on the sick, right? And they'll recover. So, so there's... There's a lot that happens in that. I feel like I know you better already. <laughs> so, so there's relationship that's built. There's something that's deeper besides just the physical that's, that's a spiritual um, time. So here's what we're going to do for the next about three minutes, because it shouldn't take that long. I want you to, if you w- want to, gather around the person in your row, okay, and take a few minutes just hearing, listening to God, asking the Lord as you picture who? Jesus, standing at the right hand of the Father, interceding for Deborah. Ask Him what He's saying. Ask Him what, what He's praying. Ask Him what He feels. What, what, however He leads you. And then we're going to take a few minutes, row by row, to let you guys take an opportunity to tell Deborah, Aquila, what's your first name, darling? Marcia and Josh, okay? And I want to give all of those that I just pointed out permission to say, I ain't receiving that, okay? I I want you to understand because I I can't protect you from every kook, okay? So my people, I don't want to protect them from the kooks that are going to lay hands on them and prophesy garbage over them. I want them as that if they come in contact with that kook to go, that's kind of kooky. Pastor Brent, I was there. What do you think? That didn't feel right. I said, you're right, man. That doesn't seem right to me either. 
I would rather you be discerning and strong and have the spirit of prophecy and the spirit of the prophets around you to say that wasn't quite right than for you to be scared to death to have anybody ever pray over you. That's, that's a place of weakness. Okay? And I think sometimes the church is in a place of weakness. We're so afraid somebody's going to say something or get something wrong, we don't want anything to do with it. Part of the reason that happens is we don't have enough supernatural mentors going, wait a minute, that was whacked out. And enough trust in a group of people that we can say that and still love each other. You know, I got a young convert, and he's okay, Johnny, I do this to you, you can hit me later. But I just go, you knucklehead, don't you ever say that again. You know, that was the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Don't say that to your wife in public. <laughs> I have said that. <laughs> so, but you have to have those moments. So I'm giving you permission to take the good and the bad because we're practicing on you. All right. Okay. All right. So we're looking, looking to the Lord. So why don't you take a moment to gather around um, each of these rows? Can you do that for me? Go ahead and move. And I'll let you know when to, when to break up, okay? So we're asking the Lord for insight. Hallelujah. God bless Deborah. Thank you, King. He's blessing. Oftentimes, just blessing them starts that communication process. Thank you, Jesus. Just taking notes of impressions and words and about 30 more seconds.
Okay, we're going to wrap it up. Finish up and... I want to set some boundaries as we as we do this. We want to we want to protect and honor the hearts of these folks that volunteered to be a, a guinea pig. So, um, on, in the spirit of edification, this isn't about correction, guys. There's no correction. If you sense something corrective in that and you've moved in that, I would I just want to tell you, please don't say that publicly. Okay, that, especially in these these are safe moments. So it needs to be edifying and building up and, and, and as much as possible. So, so keep that in mind as you share. Uh, but let's, let's first start here in this row. Okay. And we, we prayed for Deborah. Anybody have, um, an impression, a word as they prayed for Deborah? Okay. So Deborah, what's what's that when we're gonna put not only Deborah on the spot, but we're gonna put all of us on the spot because this is about the what what does that did you hear what he said? Okay. Tur- turn around and, and, and share that, Carl. I see that feel like the Jack Okay, so so what 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 are you sensing when he says that? Uh, I'm sensing that is I need to step up. I need to take the challenges as a member, move on and walk with God instead of letting other people go forward before I do. So uh, my prayer is that God give me that strength, give me that will. I'm a strong person, as by my name, Deborah. <laughs> I'm strong, but I need to be more stronger. Amen. And, and following up on what Carl just said, when I put my hand on your wrist, I, I just sense, I don't know what the circumstances is in, but there, there is that strength that he sees and he's pleased. He's pleased with you, Deborah. The king's pleased with you. Somebody else. Yeah. Do not listen to the enemy. He has not called you. I have the Lord your God. Do not give power to the enemy. Resist him and he will quit. Amen. Amen. You receive that? Amen. 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 You know, it's, it's as important as um, John. As John gives that word, we, we want not only for her to be blessed, but it's a blessing to know that John's in the ballpark at least. Or it's really nice to know when you really hit it dead on. So the communication back and forth hones that ability to hear. 
Okay? Somebody else? Anybody else in this row? Okay. All right. How about this row? We have two or three folks that want to share right off the bat. Why don't you, can you turn around, Aquila? She's, she's behind you. It might be good for you to look at her. So, how does that feel in your heart? So, tell her that. Yeah, that's good. Jesus knows where you're at, darling. Amen. Bullseye, tell her that. So I'm just I'm just gonna be real. When she said I heard the Lord say something about Hezbollah, I'm going, oh geez. <laughs> and she says bullseye, okay? So so it's that that's why in this context, asking and receiving, there's sometimes you walk up and you give a word to somebody, or, you, or you, there's not the ability to have this communication. I never thought that it should be unrelational and just kind of, and then you walk away. It sh- it should be in the context of relation, and say, so, you know what, that was a bullseye. How did you know that? God's touching me through through you. And then we all go, yeah, we can hear from God. And imagine what that looks like if a total stranger in Walmart, God gives you a word for them and you're going, really God? I got, yeah, and you walk up and they say, that was a bullseye. How did you know that? Because not only is it for the edification of the believers, I believe it's the missing link for our evangelism tools. Is it, we, sometimes we evangelize generally rather than specifically led by the Spirit and by the gifts of the Spirit that are there for us. Good. One other person in this row for Aquila? You know, sometimes we have faith from experience. What, what's your first name? Amy. Amy now has faith. Her faith is risen because she get, jumped out on a limb and, and said, use your voice, and it was right. So now she's got an experience that next time something doesn't make sense to her, she may be able to follow the Lord a little bit more. And, and, and so there's, there's that. Praise the Lord.
place that I was in. He had told me if I if I just surrender, if I just stop resisting him, he would restore me. He would restore me, and I would have the favor of the Lord on him. And the gift that had been shut down for years, that I stopped going for years, was using my will. And so he had already been telling me and dealing with, dealing with me about the fact that he gave this gift to me. So when she said, said use your voice, that's that's all I needed. He's all real. We're going to go here. I, I want to give you courage. I have picked the most. Um, this is a great group. You're here by choice and election. But I've picked, I've picked a group of people that said, I've never heard from God. And I'll usually pick somebody in that group that everybody knows and loves. And when I put it in the context, there's something that unlocks the mystery of it. Is Do you believe Jesus is praying for Aquila? Well, yeah. Okay, what do you think he might be saying? And it's almost like, uh, duh, you mean it's that simple? Well, that's where it starts, of course. If, if I don't start with Jesus, what am I doing? I'm not reaching out outside of me or inside of me. I'm reaching up to heaven trying to hear what Jesus is saying. And so all, all I'm doing now with that, with that image is I'm forcing my mind and my emotions and my senses to serve the Spirit. Because I'm focusing them so the Spirit now has my attention and He can begin to speak. Okay? Okay, so we've got um, Marcia. Who wants to share from Marcia? Marcia, would you turn around? This beautiful lady here in the back wants to talk to you. you to get out in the stream and I feel that he wants you to wade out in that stream until you are totally submersed by the water so how's that how are you receiving that Marcia bless you
last few weeks and months have been just unbelievable. Mm. Um, things that has been in my spirit for years and doors that have been opening up. And all I can hear the Lord keep saying is that I launched you into the deep. And that um, mm. for so long that I have dummy down myself. Mm. I have, um, for the sake of being accepted by others or feeling comfortable that what he has wanted me and the passions that have been in my heart and the ability that I know he's placed within inside of me, I have suppressed it um, for the sake of just sort of kind of making others feel comfortable. And so um, it's like in the last uh, just about two weeks, I just feel in my spirit the spigot that's been unlocked mm. and I can't sleep. Mm. My brain is going. I'm <laughs> writing all the time. I'm amazed by what the Lord has been doing. Things that I have been afraid to do for quite some time. Um, it's like all of a sudden it's like fear and trembling but I'm going to do it. Amen. Amen. Beautiful. Can we give the Lord another good hand? How about here? Beautiful. I love it. Insights that you want to share with concerning that word, feedback for her? That's Thank you. Thank you.
So, let me ask a question. Shoots and ladders, does that connect with you? Amen. Praise God. Good stuff. What, what, how much time we got, guys? Okay. So let me, let me say this in three minutes, and then we'll do any more questions and answers. The first piece is hearing. Okay? Honing your skills in ministry. If, if I can encourage you to get small groups together, and, and minister to one another so that you can be more effective um, in the marketplace. It's, it's critical. And what I, these are suggestions. It doesn't have to be this way, but here's, here's some really good suggestions. Like if we took Deborah's group, okay? And not only do we start with what is God saying, but now we want to pray. And I heard a theme across the board with all four of these that there's, there's a breakthrough God wants to bring. There's, there's, a, there's a place that God's taking you and you and you and you and that there's, a, it, there, there's that culmination of that. So as, as we, we would want to pray over that. We want to bless that. We would want to say, yes, you're, you're at that place and we want to, we want to pray that, you'll, that the Lord's will will be realized in your life. Here's what I've found. If you can, because this helps identify gifts, find the person that has mercy in the group. Okay, anybody, anybody in this row right here or even over here, how many of you say, I, I just have this overwhelming gift of compassion and mercy? Anybody? Raise your hand if you do. Okay, we got a, we got a mercy person. I always say lead with mercy. <laughs> okay, you don't want the you don't want the hard nosed prophet. I'm kidding now, but you know, um, uh, you want you want to start with mercy. You know, mer- soften her heart up a little bit before you beat her. Um, lead lead with mercy let that person who has a gift of mercy begin to pray over her and pray into that situation and and speak to her then recognize that the gifts of the spirit they kind of categorize around some things there's there's the the power gifts okay so perhaps it's faith perhaps it's healing perhaps it's miracles so we want that person then and the order after here is not as, as particular, but we want them to begin to lead and minister. Let their giftings come out in releasing the power of the Holy Spirit or faith to rise. Or, so, so 
that teaches you to pray together as a team rather than one expert and everybody watching. So you got mercy, you've got the power gifts, and then the prophetic gift, or the, the words of knowledge, those things that are, that are verbal that you can speak into that person's life. Okay? So that's a way of, of involving everybody and identifying, and then, and then sometimes what we'll do is we'll switch them around. Well, you know, I, I just don't feel like I flow as well in that gift. Well, we're going to stick you in there and see what happens. Because sometimes it's just a matter of trying. Being available to the Holy Spirit, and all of a sudden you're going, I didn't know, I didn't know God could use me in that way. So He can, he can make the, the unmerciful merciful. He can make the person of little faith full of faith. He can make a person who's normally not full of the power of the Holy Spirit. The power of God will flow. So working in that dynamic of helping people, man, you can, you can raise up a powerful group of people. That's good. That's good. We've got three minutes, so if we have that clipboard. We need to. We, there's some specific mentoring opportunities as well. Okay. Okay. We'll conclude with with that. Anybody have a like, man, David? Did you need to say something? Any any. Listen, if, if you want more information or help and you haven't already signed up, please put your name there. I'm, I'm available to help you with this. We've got some others that can help you. 
Um, there's people in this group that could probably help you even more than I could. I could tell that by the ministry here. So we want your connection. We want to network you. And if you, if there's a specific need that you have, write that down. We'll try to follow up, but we're here to serve you. So through Facebook, OMN, um, Mentoring Task Force, through you giving your email, all these are ways for us to reconnect with you and empower you. Last thing is I have Ruth, Ruthie and Larry Fletcher who are looking for um, ministry couples to mentor together. So they want to, as a team, to minister to ministry couples. And then uh, another pastor that's part of our mentoring task force, Dave Shores, is looking for um, ministry leaders to mentor. So if you're looking for someone specifically and and those names mean something to you or just the opportunities there and you'd like to be a candidate, I can't confirm that if your name gets on here that it's a slam dunk, but we at least want your information so Larry and Ruthie can follow up and Dave can follow up, okay? So that those are available, real live mentors, and then we've got they the general sheet mentors, too. So. Yeah. Great mentors. Great mentors. God bless you. You're awesome. <laughs>